1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Scarf Begara War with me, Russ Johnson. I'm joined by Waggy. okay, mate? I'm all right, thanks. How's yourself? I'm good, mate. I'm good. It's been a busy, busy week already and it's only Wednesday. Um, we are part of the TalkSport Fan Network. We are also charity partners with Mentel for this year and we'll have some of those podcasts coming very soon. I've already recorded one. I've got more in the planning. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, been a busy week, hasn't it, mate? Yeah, 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 he has. Yeah, lots of podcast planning and lots of yes county stuff and seeing all the county news about the ground.
2: Started seeing what the podcast fairies do.
1: Yeah, you've (laughs) taken the blue pill, I think it is, the blue pill. The blue pill, yeah. Yeah. So tonight on the agenda, we're going to talk about the Swindon game, the draw on Saturday. We're going to look ahead to Colchester. We haven't got an opposition review, unfortunately. Um, and we'll talk about some of the injuries as well. Um, we've got our guest who sat in the back room waiting patiently to come out and we'll introduce him in a second. We've got getting the reses. So I hope you've got a good one this week, Waggy. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And we'll read out everybody else's getting reses as well on the chat. Uh, and yeah, we've got podcast announcements to, to get through, Mike, talk about the... The f- uh, ground thing as well. Just mentioned that the asset of community value and the lease, because that's all starting to starting to come out now. So yeah, shall we get our guests out and waste no time? Yes, let's. Yes, that was a question to you, Waggy. Okay. <laughs> no, let's <be> <laughs> okay. So we, we we've done this <laughs> we've done this in the past with with fan guests, um, just to get get to know them before they come out and get get a, get a sense of how long they've been supporting County and, and, and things like that. So the usual questions, when did you first go to County? Uh, and our guest said he was five months old in 1997, which makes me feel really old. So I don't know what does it to you, Waggy.
2: Yeah, no, that's just ridiculous. I think that's like half my life gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up to this now, point, yes. I don't
2: mean that like you know <laughs> Yeah, you weren't yeah, you you weren't I hard. It, it's now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but it was a 4-2 win and it's never stopped since that day. Uh best game. Uh it says either the 5 0 Rexham at home, which is yeah, I mean we'll go for that, or none to win the north and the start of our return. Yes, absolutely. And then best player, um, fortunate to Witness a lot of quality players at County, however, the one that strikes to mind in particular, Anthony Pilkington. Yes, Pilks. Pilks. Um, who went on to He's play on in the Premier League. Team. So that's a pretty good I will say. Oh, is he on that little picture behind you for those audio yeah. listeners? For all them audio listeners. <laughs> yep. Cool. Right. So if it's Pilks is his favorite player, then we'll we'll do we'll do the Gleason transition and get out Jamie Redding.
0: Please, sir! David Leeson, what a
1: beauty! Hey up, Jamie Redding. Hello, Hello lads. mate? Right. No yeah, worries, yeah, mate. Great. Right. Thanks for coming on. Um, we'll get it out of the way first. Younger brother of Andy Redding, who was on a few weeks ago. Yes. Yes, Andy from the Cheedle end. The good looking one. The good, you're the good-looking one, he is. He's watching,
3: so I'll have to apologise later.
1: But... <laughs> <laughs> he won't mind me Quick question. Um, are you all county fans then? All the brothers? Or is it a mixture? Uh,
3: mixture. Uh, United, City, one Liverpool. Uh, but me and Andy, count through and through. Zeeho's a
2: black like sheep of the family than the Liverpool fan.
3: So again, sorry, Waggy. Is
2: he, is he the black sheep sheep of the family? The Liverpool yeah, family? although
3: it's it's interesting because
2: I live on the Wirral and right, Liverpool's you. closer to me than anyone else, so. Yeah, I'm I'm in Liverpool as well. I'm literally just at the back of Everton's ground in Walton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not far. Yeah. About 20 yeah. minutes. Yep.
1: Yeah. Wow. Am Dude, I the all. only person from Stockport in on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> on <the> podcast. <laughs>
3: interesting fact uh, I live about a mile away from John Kieran
1: believe it or not do you get lifts in do you share lifts for match days and stuff no we uh, often
3: joke about it in passing but no no,
1: never happened no I don't think he wants to get an
3: account with me to be quite, to quite honest
1: <laughs> why is that Come on, let, I, don't let I don't know
3: <laughs> I don't know I like to talk but then so, so a lot would say so would he because he's, he's a commentator but yeah nah, great great he, man
1: do you wonder, I wonder if he's a commentator in his private life, so if he was driving you and you sat next to me, and start like... <laughs> commentary Contra- <documents>. driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying, wouldn't
2: it? It'd be like that Peter Drury cartoon that, uh, Dave men- uh, that Ben mentioned the other week.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, good stuff, good stuff. Okay, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about accounting and all that stuff, and then we'll come on to you later, uh, but yeah, just get involved pretty much and, uh, and and have a chat. Before we do that, just like to say welcome to everybody that's online. It's all the usual lot. It's Phil Lloyd, Ian Dowden, JK, Nick 10, Andy from the from the chill, chill the end, I think. The the end. He, he, spent, he spelt Cheadle wrong, Andy. Where, where does Andy live? <laughs> does he live in Stockport?
3: I mean, it's in bright big letters on top of the Cheadle end <laughs> <I know. laughs> to give you some help.
1: Yeah. Uh, And we've also got uh, Martin's on as well. Martin Lillam, who was the first winner of one of our Salford tickets as we handed it over uh, on Saturday, didn't we? Which was good. Um, So, yeah. So let's get into it then. Um, Start with Swindon on Saturday. Obviously, nil, nil. Lots of chances for us. Keeper was okay. What did you what did you make of it?
2: Well, we went through this on the club call, didn't we? But we did everything but score, didn't we? Basically, they weren't—they didn't threaten us at all. We did everything but score. If we'd have been a bit more clinical, and I think we—we we, we mentioned it on the club call as well. I think in the minute we just want like to, a goal just to go in off Sarsi's arse or something like that. Just just get it in the back of the net, and I think that will change change the look. We seem to have gone the complete opposite of looking to score. We're just looking not to concede. And then see where we go from that. I think that seems to be a bit more of the mentality. Um, but we looked a lot better and a lot more balanced when pie came on the field. We looked more adventurous and stuff like that as well, didn't we? So I think that was yeah. uh, that was that was yeah, that was my main take on it. What did you yeah. think, Jamie? Yeah,
3: it's interesting what you said about Ethan Pie, I just thought. Credit to him as well, to be fair, because he's just come back from injury and he yeah. seems to look as if he's just picked up picked up from where he left off, basically. But it's interesting what you said about just we didn't have that clinical edge. If we go back to when we were in the 12-unbeaten, 13-unbeaten run, it could have been another day like that where we score the five that we've created. and
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: we have by far the better side. They didn't pose a threat, yeah. I don't think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did you, did you think that... Um... That we've kind of done a bit of a reset. So when we got leathered by Tranmere, and obviously had to play Gillingham the following Tuesday, it's almost like I, I, I get the feeling it's almost like right, let's go back to basics, let's get the back sorted. Not, yeah. not 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 so much play not to concede, but definitely be better at the back, and then you can build on that. And Swindon, I saw a pro, a, pro, a progression of that. Okay, we didn't score, we didn't break them down like you say, Jamie. It could have been one nil, and I think if we'd have scored, they would they weren't coming back from it. Um, I just get this feeling that Colchester on Saturday, I hope to see a continuation of that and it'll be a good away win, I, I feel. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think Charlie uh, said it in uh, one of his interviews, I think following the Tramia game, but like what you said, just re-emphasising like what we're about, our principles, just the basics really and our identity, as he would often refer to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Duncan Baines says, terrible first half, brilliant second half. If we pick up on Saturday where we lof- left off, I fancy us to get back to winning ways. Yeah. So that, yeah, pretty much what, what we just said and totally agree with that. Um, what do we need to do differently though? And don't say score. Score. <laughs> <laughs> Silence in the room. I mean, the, the, I, don't, I don't, I know, I know it's, it's, if, it's, if it's not for you, it's not for you, but XG... I know the XG wasn't that high on Saturday. Is it the chances, is it the, is it the quality of chances that we're creating that... that that's, yeah,
2: that... one needs to be more clinical. It need We need to be clinical when we have these chances because you then you go back like that 12-game 12, 12 unbeaten run and even you look at, like we mentioned, the Wrexham game. We only had five shots on target, I think, for that, that game, didn't we? Five or six shots and we and we scored five goals from it. So it's been... It's being that more clinical, but as you say, yeah, maybe just creating easier chances. But I suppose it's sort of it's easier said than doesn't it? It's easier sat here on a podcast <laughs> to say, yeah, just create easier chances. That's it. We'll be laughing then. But <laughs> I know there's a lot more work that goes into it than that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Where where do you watch the game from, Jamie? Are you are you in the main stand, being doing what you do, or do you watch? Do you get into the Cheadland? Or uh,
3: to be fair, I I kind of position myself. Um, where it just, the Chilean and the Danny Bigara in that little corner, so to speak. Um, yeah. And if I'm, I'm needed for whatever reason,
2: I'll obviously, you know. Yeah. Have
3: we
1: well,
2: told, we told everybody what, he, what Jamie does at the club?
1: No, no, I was just about to say, yeah. So we'll come to that later, but Jamie, <laughs> right, okay. I'm going to just briefly explain what you do, because it might link into the sort of the comments that you make and viewpoints and things like that.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Um, So for the past five years or so, um, worked in the Ticket Office. Um, I think people know me mostly for the Ticket Office, but in recent times, it's been obviously the mascots and stuff, because obviously I've come across loads of different mascots, families, parents and stuff. Uh, But yeah, it's either Ticket Office or uh, Team Mascot.
1: Right, yeah. So just bear that in mind when, because obviously you'll you'll talk from not not, not from the pers- perspective of a mascot, you know, like three foot tall, but you do your thing, don't you? Go in the corner, and that's where that's where you, you stay for the matches. Um, yeah. there's a couple more comments coming in. I mean, some obvious ones, some 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 not. Um, it was it was poor finishing, particularly from from the box. I, is that in the box or Probably inside the box. I would say probably that is box, Yeah. Um, and then obviously Martin says. Put it to the side of the goal instead of straight at him. Well, yeah, I think that's that was very clear to see on Saturday when everything was down the throat of the keeper. He made he made a couple of good saves, but
2: yeah, saves mostly. he should be
1: making really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so not a great day. Charlie as honest as ever in his post match, wasn't he as well? So um, yeah,
2: yeah. I think you say he's he, he he is he doesn't he doesn't mince his words, does he? If if, no. if we were like against Tranmere, certainly against Tranmere, not so much against his yeah. crew because that was a one off, but then against Tranmere, we were absolutely awful and he just ripped into them, which is completely, you know, completely honest and the way it should be. And you say you're hoping that after that, that they all had a good rant at each other inside the changing room. And I think, you know, you say a bit of clear the air talks and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, Ethan. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see how Charlie looked doing the interview after the Tramia game. He looked seething. You could tell he he wasn't happy. Um, But like you said, he never minces his words. He never beats behind the bush. Always up front, always honest. I suppose that's where you... You want to know where you stand, don't you?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you definitely get the feeling that all the players know where they stand, don't they? Definitely. Um, yeah, and just coming back to Pi as well. Is, is do we give credit to the um, the physios and the medical team because Wharton came back and he, he looked like he'd never been away. Maka came back; he looked like he'd never been away. Pi's come back, same again. And uh, he's credit- two or
2: three weeks ahead of schedule as well, isn't he? Yeah. Pi, from what was what was initially said and stuff. So yeah, I mean, we've we've now got rid of the ACL merchant and we seem to be pretty good that way, so that's how it, <laughs> don't we? Don't jinx it, Waggy. <laughs> He's
1: already jinxed back now, Carlisle, I think. <laughs> yeah, if Barry comes back now and goes out with an ACL, I'm, it's your fault, Waggy, it's your fault. All oh, right,
2: okay, yeah, because I mentioned yeah. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but will that be our medical
2: team, or will that be Villa's medical team? Well, has he not been with us I, we, I know he said in the courtyard on Saturday that he'd been training with um, Villa that morning. Saturday morning, oh, he right. said he'd been training with Villa. So I don't know which... He's still, he's still like, you know, registered to us, but I presume that some of his rehabilitation will be with Villa.
1: Yeah, I yeah. thought so as well. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I suppose it stands to reason when you think about it. They've probably got better facilities than us, to be fair, are not they? And yeah. better rehab facilities, which is, which is, which is fair enough. Um, Phil Lloyd says medical team are doing a great job under the circumstances. Must be very crowded in that treatment room. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They'll
2: have they 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 beds in the corridors at the trading ground and everything. It's interesting
3: that comment was made because obviously if you go down the tunnel, the doctor's room is there. And like you said, it, it's always a party going on. I was going to say a <laughs> there's, a lot, there's usually a lot of people in there.
1: <laughs> blow up beds and things like that just trying to get uh, get room for it
3: it's the room that i would like to be least crowded but yeah just unfortunate circumstances aren't they but like like you touched on there doing a great job medically um so, yeah i wouldn't want to be in that situation right now if i'm being yeah. perfectly honest And
1: I, I know you i know you haven't got the inside scoop and things but do you, do you do you even know how many medical staff we've got i mean i don't i could probably look it up online to be honest but
3: no um i know we've got the club doctor um and i know we've got obviously Luke smith at touchline physio um i'm not saying that there isn't i just don't know
1: just don't know yeah i would suspect there um they're probably at Carrington, aren't they? Because you know when you play football manager, like as, as we know we all do, there's like loads and loads of little dots, isn't there for, for, for the political team when you get into league two? Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so that's Swindon. Uh, obviously need an improvement on Saturday. Let's talk about Colchester on Saturday. They're currently languishing down there. Obviously got a new manager in the Cowley Brothers, I think it is. Yeah. Um, which, when they went to Colchester, I, I pricked my ears up a bit because I thought, "Wow, that's that's a pretty good, pretty good appointment." But it looks like they've not really had any real impact or sustainable impact since they've gone in. I um, don't know if you've seen anything of it or know anything about Colchester.
3: No, I've come to the same conclusion. Um, I thought they would hit the ground running there. Um, put it this way: if I was a Colchester United fan. In their shoes i'd be a bit disappointed I'd, I'd obviously buzzing that we've secured the management like that but uh yeah underperforming i think and
1: yeah, yeah. i mean yeah no you they're, they're, they're in 21st place they've not won in five uh, although they've drawn four out of the last five um so that's not too bad i mean not too bad it, it is you know, the last time they won was on the 27th of January away at Morecambe, And before that, it was the 22nd of December at home to Salford. They've drew and, and mainly lost since then. So I don't know when the Cowley brothers came in, but whatever it is they're doing doesn't look like it's working.
2: No, but have they got, as you say, have they had a chance to actually bring any players in or have they still got the existing squad? Because... It, I suppose that's got to make some sort of difference, but you still expect some sort of manager bounce, don't you? But yeah, as long as that um, continues on Saturday, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and it's a strange one, isn't it? Because the other teams around them have started to pick up points, haven't they? I know Forest Green picked up a point against Wrexham last so, night. We recorded yeah. this on Wednesday, so it's Tuesday night, and Sutton got a beat not. Yeah, they got a decent result away at Notts County. And I think, I think, if I'm right in saying four goals away at Notts County, they scored their, they scored a third of their away goals for the season in one match against Notts County. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, well,
1: yeah, they're, they're
3: a weird one, something. Um, I mean, it's not many teams go to Notts County and score four goals. No. Uh, I know in recent seasons... We've not been like free scoring there and stuff like that, but I, I think don't
2: know this season. They seem to be one of those that they, they, have, they, have, they have they have they seem to have quite a few high scoring games. Uh, they seem yeah. to be sort of attitude of the old, um, basically we're going to score one more than you. I think that's the way that knots seem to play more so at home than they do away. Um, but, um, it's yeah, as I say, it is, but. Score four goals away from home when you're bottom of the table. It's, it's you know you it's it's decent, isn't it? I know knots yeah. Not, are a bit leaky um, at the back, but it's still you you wouldn't have expected them to go there. You'd have expected them to got turned over like they did at our place with the way that knots play. They play you know a lot of passing around and stuff, don't they? So you would expect them to pass them off the field. But,
3: well, I was shocked when I seen the score last night. Didn't
1: wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah, same, same, and uh, just it, it says two things to me. He says, Hope, it says, Hopefully, Sutton will take points off our rivals. I know we've got to go away to Sutton yet, haven't we? I think, um, sometime in early April, and that's one thing I think I'm hoping that happens. The other thing that I don't hope happens is it's just our luck that Knots will sack their manager two days before we get to play them. Um, do you I think know... sack sacking? Do you think he'll well, get sacked
2: before the end of the season because he's only just come in? Well, he's. Came in five, six game, or well, beginning of January. Did he?
1: When when were we due to play them? Was it was that early Jan or mid mid to late Jan? Twentieth of mid Jan, twenty right? first of Jan, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, the only reason I say that is because I, I do watch the Notts County Talk Lads, um, and there there the, the rumblings are starting to happen of, of you know is he is he the right man that kind of thing because it has been they didn't have any manager bounce I don't think and they've gone into almost free fall I think they're down in yeah. 13th now um let me just check that yes yeah, so, no so they're down in 14th and they've lost four of the last five well yeah yeah so puts our little blip into uh into comparison done it and i know we're not not county and we're going for the title of things before people get on <laughs> but yeah um so yeah, Colchester. I mean, back to Colchester. Just looking at their players, and this is why we like to get opposition reviews on because we we clearly do not know anything about opposition players. Um, so, just doing a bit of bit of research. You see, I thought that lad from he used to play for West Ham. Used to played for Colchester, but he he must have moved on. Is it Freddie Sears? Um oh, yeah. West Ham. I thought he was playing for them, but he's not appearing in any of their uh, sort of stats and things. Um, I mean, in terms of stats, they're way behind us. Uh, in uh, in terms of goals uh, per game and and which you would expect, you know, the twenty first, you know, I'm not saying uh, I expect anything different, um, but it all points to we expect to win, don't we? And it's not quite been like that in the past, certainly three games for us.
3: Well, if a game is played on paper, all signs point to a county win, um, but it isn't played on paper, is it? So no, no, it's not.
1: no. But as
2: you say, there's been the from, as you say, Tranmere, reset after Tranmere, a good draw, a good point at Gillingham, clean sheet, and then unlucky not to take all three points from Swindon, um, starting to put more pressure on their goal and stuff like that. So again, hopefully- yeah, it's, not, it's not been the, the worst. Day. No. It's not been the
3: worst case scenario. Like if you look at Gillingham and Swindon, like we, we were the favourable side. Like we had the more chances and stuff. Yeah, and you'd have edged your bets on us winning that game based on how we played. But um, I think when we went on that run um, just before like the Wimbledon game, or well, I can't remember the first game that we won of that consecutive run. Hmm. Um, but our form was very varied. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. So, and I was speaking to my brother yesterday actually, um, and he said uh, someone's going to get a battering off us in the very near future. And I, well, I hope he's right. Um, but I, d- I do feel like that's kind of the case. I don't know. Cause yeah, I, d- I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Um, it does feel like it's, it's a, a, a coiled spring. If that's the right thing to say, you know, where it's, it feels like it's coming up to something where we're going to, we're going to not, so, not so much click back into, into, into the way we were, but we we're, we're we're gonna, we're gonna score some goals. We've got to score some goals pretty soon. The the, the team is too good. It's there's too much quality there for us not to. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, th- I think it was Wimbledon. Was it was it Wimbledon that was that's kicked off that that winning run? I'm sure. Something it was. In the was. Yeah, we drew on.
2: we drew at home um, against Crawley three three, and then we went to Wimbledon and MK Dons both away games and 2-1. Yeah.
1: And
2: they were the first two games of the run.
1: Yeah, and if I remember rightly as well, um, uh, Torre had good games, both of those matches. Oh, might not have played in the Wimbledon. he certainly had a good match in the in the in the MK Dons one, because um, you know him and him on the left with Barry, and maybe that maybe that was Barry that was uh, you know that, that that link up was working well. Um, here's a question for you, Jamie: Who's who's impressed you the most this season so far, and who's um, who's not impressed you the most? I, we'll get comments from everybody else as well.
3: I think that, that sort of question can't really be answered in how long, <laughs> how long we've got. That, that's a tough <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> I think easy to answer the most impressed, uh, Odin Bailey. I'm not shadow sure of In my opinion. Yeah. Um, been fairly quiet in the last few games, but who hasn't? But I just think... He's the sort of person that gets me very excited when he got the ball, really excited, and I'd, I'd probably shove Connor Evans into that mix. Come and lemon hay hey Evans, I think both of them on the day
1: there. Is 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 the Bailey one? Um, is part of that because he came into the club the, uh, last day of the season with with no fanfare, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, scores a worldie against Swindon and and, and and plays really well for a considerable amount of time.
3: I felt as if he was written off before he even played a game. Yeah, kicked the ball. Yeah. And since he's come into the club, I feel like what did he have to do to get a game at Salford? Mm. I don't know whether he just didn't click in their system or I don't know, but it's a, it shocked me to see him producing each week and wonder how he's not getting in the Salford or why, why they want to loan him to us.
2: Bizarre. Yeah, I think he, he he had a fallout with the manager, didn't he? And that was one of the big things that uh, was right. why he wasn't there. But yeah, it was a it was a very surprise signing because yeah, I think everyone was like, "Well, why are we signing this guy? He can't get in the Salford squad." But I think it came to light that he was he wasn't in a very good place mentally, um, right. and he'd had a fallout with the manager. So it was, as you say, yeah. It took him a while to get his chance, didn't he? I think it was MK Dons, was that the first time he, when he came on for like the last
1: 15 minutes, yeah, I think? Yeah, it was. and he looked really good. He looked and he really looked good, good and he came and just yeah, yeah, pushed so on since then. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I can only imagine what him moving to County's done for him mentally in such a short period of time because mm. fans love him. Sing, yeah. sing his name each week. Um, and he's playing He, he looks like he's well. enjoying it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, fair enough. Good choice. What about who's not impressed, or do we do we need do we need to go through that one? <laughs> no, no, we'll leave that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say it because it's, it's been mentioned by by our mate Phil. Um, Torre Tor. is, to, I think Torre is the biggest disappointment mm-hmm. for me, and it's it's not a slight. Well, it's, I suppose it is a slight on him, but even. Even Charlie pointed out in a, in, a, in, a, in one of his pre- or post-match, didn't he, probably a post-match. Post-match. There's no, there's no doubt that he's a good player. You know, you don't play for your national team. You don't play at League 2 level and get in the League 2 team of the year. Play consistently at that level for, what, three, four, five years, and then all of a yeah. sudden become a bad player. I just wonder whether it's confidence or just doesn't fit the system, doesn't like the surroundings, you know, whatever it is. I think,
2: it's, I think a lot of it's confidence because... As Charlie Charlie mentioned, it's it's his it's his fault that he was being played as left centre back because he believed that he could play at left centre back and it's Charlie's fault. That's, yes. Yeah, Charlie said it in yeah. one of his yeah, one of his interviews, didn't he? Saying if that's the position that he's been playing in, that's my decision to play him there. And no, that's not his natural position, but that's on him, not on Torrey. Mm. But as you say, I mean I think he, he had one of his better games recently against Gillingham and he was playing as a left back, which is his, his natural position, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was good, he was good at Gillingham. So and I think with it being an away game, I think that made it easier. And then again on Saturday, I think it, it as soon as he got the ball, you, you could sort of hear the 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 murmurings, the undertone, couldn't you? Without it actually people booing and stuff like that or actually shouting at him. I think, and I think he he could feel that, and that's where his confidence went. He just looked, he looked on Saturday like he just wanted to get rid of the ball as quickly yeah. as possible, and didn't really care where it went. He just didn't want to be involved, and I think that was a lot of because it was because we was at home. But I think he did well at Gillingham. But yeah, I yeah, think I overall, he's he has been he's not been what we expected us to be signing, or he's not up, been up to that standard that we expected him to play at. I think it's more a frustration we all share for him, not at
3: him. It's just we've seen it even in a counter shirt, and when he first came in, like like you said, MK Dons and and stuff, he's got it in it. Like he's a, he's a cracking player, like you said before. He doesn't play for his national team and be a regular EFL player for for nothing really. Um, he's got that physique as well, like quick. Uh, strong, like, so. I, I don't know. I, I think he'll come good.
1: Yeah, it's it's a cyclical thing, isn't it? I mean, it, it probably happens up and down the country. It's happened for years and years. When when a player maybe doesn't settle or has a few bad games for whatever reason, positional or, or whatever, the crowd might, might not might not even get on the player, but you they, you, you do get that sense, don't you? Like you mentioned, Waggy, you get that sense in the ground. Then the player feels it a bit more. Then the fans feel it a bit more. And it's, how do you get out of that cycle? I mean, the the, the obvious answer to it is have a good game in it. But it's that's that's easiest said yeah, than done during the cycle.
2: It's difficult for him to to do that, isn't he? As you say, there's that the under the undertone there that as soon as he gets the ball, people aren't necessarily as you say. There's a bit of a nervousness, and and that goes straight onto him. That's why, as you say, probably he's he's, he's better off playing away from home because he's he won't have won't feel that same pressure yeah um so yeah hopefully he 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 will come good for us and as i say as as phil said none of us and jamie said none of us want him to fail we want him to play well we want him to be a good player for us
1: yeah no we do we do i don't i don't think we want anyone to fail do we it's just um there is that frustration um but, yeah. Um, so, oh, Martin says as well, uh, he's clearly an athlete. His footballing brain seems frazzled at the moment. It's hard when s- some of the crowd turn. Do you think, I mean, do you think if we had a, 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 all the players fit, it, it, would it be a good time to pull him out of the fa- firing line? Um, you know, play Pi, play Bristow. If if Rydell was fit, he would he, he would get a game and, and, and sort of take that pressure off, Tory? I think so, but... he's didn't he haven't he dropped him
2: for a few uh, two or three games when not long after we'd signed Dixon? Didn't he play didn't he drop him and I think he played one game where he played as left centre back, I think, didn't he? When we went to a back five again, and then Dixon went off and he went to a left back. Um but I think there's been two or three games where he has been took out once
1: we've got Dixon in. Who's Dixon, by the way?
2: Bristol, sorry. Bristol, go life. I
1: was like, Dixon come back. Oh, I'm right. so glad you said something. Yes, <laughs> sorry. Is that because you're married? I knew him, man. Getting mixed up with, like, with with fiction and <sighs> reality. Yeah, my brain
3: frazzled.
1: I, did, I, I was just nodding, smiling. But yeah, Dixon. <laughs> Um this is a good point actually made by Matt. He says he seems to be the target for a few teams to start pressing. And you why wouldn't you? Um especially if he's playing in a back three. Uh you, you're, sorry, you're playing in a back three. <laughs> and um and and you know he's 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 fairly uncomfortable in that. Um but yeah, if he's if he's listening, we we're, we're behind you, mate. Just uh just need to get you out of this cycle, I think. Um yeah, this cycle.
3: I've uh, seen the comment there about um, him being targeted, as I suppose a weakness, um, that can play on you mentally and how how you perform. Like he um, might not realise it or whatever, but if the game's playing out that way, he's obviously going to be a lot under a lot more pressure than said other person. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I, I feel for him, but I, I'm confident he'll he'll pull it around. He'll. Hit the ground on here
1: we go. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Right. So that's Colchester on Saturday. Um, just on the crowd then, just a quick word on the crowd. It has felt a bit flat in Edgeley Park recently. And I, I, I personally put that down to nervousness and this little bit of a wobble perhaps that we're having. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't put it down, i can't really put it down to anything else some you know people getting people do seem to get involved when, when you know when it all when it all starts to chant and stuff so um i'll th- tell you what will probably happen though going forward as we build the stands up and we'll we'll briefly mention that in a second i think you'll start to see the sections of the fans spread out a bit and be a bit more, a bit possibly be a bit more disjointed um so i hope that is uh, something we don't have to deal with too much because that that'd be a shame if all the singers went into different stands. I know we've got the, I know we've got the pop side section, haven't we? In the middle that sing, they, they they have a bit of a. Do they sometimes have a drum in there as well? I'm not. I can't even. Yeah, I think there's a Drum in the, there every game. Is there in the pop side? Yeah, and then obviously we've got the pop side. Uh, sorry, the will end up at tier three lads that have got the drum as well, and they make it. They they do make a racket. So. So yeah, I don't know. But what about you guys? Do you think it's anything more than nervousness with the crowd it seems a bit flat at the moment. I
2: think it's yeah. I think a lot of it is nervousness, um, <clears throat> but I think as well. I think these, as you say, there's just certain things like the the PA system, the 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 build up, the songs, the playing songs when they're coming out, which aren't county related. I think a lot. I of can't people, even hear
1: him. What 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 is it? Is some sort of classical? Is it? I've heard.
2: Some yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's some weird thing. It's like, and that that seems to drown the the crowd out, especially you say as soon as the, as soon as the players are coming out, the PA system should go off, and then it should be you just hear, because they're always, I, say, I sit at the bottom, the bottom of upper tier three, and they're always, I mean, obviously I, I can hear them, because they're right behind me, um, and they're always, the drums going, and everybody's singing, and stuff like that, but it's just, you can't, probably can't hear it in the rest of the ground, because they've got whatever that's, whatever the song is. I've
3: recently been thinking, so obviously Liverpool are in the line like quite a lot, with Jürgen leaving, and stuff like that, they have, you'll never walk alone, when they come out, but, we genuinely have something
1: there. Away days we count you great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: The Touchport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: That we could use and generate to our own advantage. The scarf my father wore. Yeah. And I remember, well, growing up, being a county fan throughout the years and stuff. It's phased, it's kind of like phased out a bit. But whenever that got sunk... Most people would hold up scarfs, and it's not copying anyone else. We have our own anthem, so to speak, and yeah. it's quite special. So I just think there's a missed opportunity there for us to generate like you'll have waveforms coming going, oh, God, I can't wait to It's like this spectacle. I-, I-, I don't know, I'm no expert, but um, that's a good thing, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I-, I-, yeah, I don't know why. Channel. Because we, we've got the, um, we, I mean, if, if we didn't want to play, because it's the originals, is the sash or something. And I don't I know. believe that, so. Yeah. I don't know. that I, I'm not up on the religious sort of connotations of it. So maybe maybe playing that isn't for everybody because it is the sash and, and what re- religiously it means to people. But I do know that the fans, because uh, I've, I've got the CD, like 40-odd songs of the fans singing songs, they sung Scarf, my father, uh, my scarf, my father wore. No, they said Begara War then that's the name of this podcast. Um, <laughs> and maybe they could just stick that on and that would get everybody going, wouldn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't have said the sash, my father, because obviously I believe it. I don't know anything about it to be quite honest with you. Yes, yeah, uh, but I know it has some obviously. Um, uh, but like you said, have it played the, the county CD? I, I just think it'd be crazy. It'd be interesting to see. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If it was the scarf my father wore and not that side, yeah, I think it, I think they could do, but then would, would there, would there be a, a, um, a school of, a school of thought that you have, you know, I don't know if we look down on, we have to play songs sung by our own fans when we come out to generate an atmosphere. Why can't we just sing it ourselves? There is that point to consider as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but it's a good show. It's a very good show. I mean, we, we tried all sorts, haven't we? They asked the players once, I remember, and the, years and years ago, and they chose The Underdog by um, Kasabian. Kasabian. Yeah, proper proper good tune, but it's called The Underdog, and you're playing Colwyn <laughs> Bay. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, oh,
3: flashbacks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> sorry,
1: <laughs> sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 definitely um, definitely one for discussion. Um, okay, let's let's move on. Um, I just wanted to say a few things before we move on to the the, uh, the second section where we're going to uh, speak to Jamie about himself and what he does at county and things like that. So um, there's three Salford tickets that were up for grabs. They've all been won now. Uh, obviously Martin is on is online chatting with us now. He's won one. He got his ticket on Saturday. Uh, Jamie, I, I, I like called Jamie's one. Uh, got in contact with him, so he's going to get his. And then somebody else has won through the Fan Hub app. Please join the Fan Hub app if you've not. We've got a little hub on there ourselves for the Scarf Bagara War, uh, and we will do giveaways on there uh, based on uh, mileage, based on predictions and things like that. All the things to do with uh, to do with Fan Hub. So uh, do do get us on there and, and do join. We are going to start working more closely with the co-op as well. Um, so really, really pleased about that and we'll have regular co-op updates for you, probably on separate podcasts, uh, and maybe get Dave and some of the, some of the team on here and, and just, to, just to chat County on, on a weekly basis. Uh, but I've got to say they are planning a, an event, uh, with Jim Gannon at the spinning top. So look out for details on there, go to the new website or oh, it's, it's new in the next few days, probably I think early March, um, and, and, and do do that our own patrons will get discount for that event. So I think it's a paid event. But if you're a patron of, uh, of Scarf Begara War, you will get a discount for that. Uh, and they are still looking for volunteers, by the way. So if you if there's anything you can do with maybe help with the co-op, um, do get in touch with them via the website. And, and, and uh, they're always looking for volunteers. So what we've got coming soon in terms of the co-op is we're going to talk to Ed, who's a board member about the minutes, the meeting minutes. So we'll talk in depth about the ground, the catering, and all the things that discussed um, around that 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 session that they had with the club, including the lease uh, that came out today and the asset of community value, and, and maybe bust some myths that are happening on the socials. I've seen with in terms of that ACV, <coughs> which I I help set up, <laughs> um, and obviously the lease as well that's come out today. So we'll uh, we'll clear all that up for you. So hopefully that's welcome news, and we'll have separate podcasts on that. So I just wanted to say all that as a bit of admin while we are uh, halfway through the show. So we're going to be busy, aren't we, Waggy?
2: Yes, we are. We are. All good. We are. All good.
1: Yes. Right. So I'm going to play this little uh, interlude and then we'll speak to Jamie um, about himself and what he does at County. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers. Thank you. OK, one thing that I've got to say before we speak to you, Jamie. Sorry, Nick Tenner said, are we getting Roger Wilde back on? Great interview, but riddled with cutouts. I think what we'll do with Roger is get him over to Basque for a live one, I think. So just so there's no technology between us and him. I think that's where they
2: <laughs> if not, we'll get a couple of uh, plastic cups and a bit of string. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh yeah. love great episode that loved him, but it was a bit like talking to my dad after he'd had a double stroke. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> like dead close to the camera. Like yeah. Um yeah, okay, cool. Right, Jamie. You told us before you we born in 1997. Not that that matters to any of this, by the way, but um, born in 1997. Anthony Pilkington. Let's talk about him for a second because that's a really good player to choose as your best player. Um, what do you remember of Anthony Pilkington then? Being, being 10 or 11 years old, I guess.
3: Just feel like he was a complete player. Um, he's one of those rare players that your club gets from time to time that's so consistent and... He just produces magic week in, yep. week out. Um Remember, in particular, it stands to mind of the gold shirt that we went on beating on, just scoring goals from outside the box. Um Just, it made me happy when I was watching him play. That,
1: that, that thats what more can you ask for? You know, that—not a lot. It makes you happy, both footed as well. I think I remember, and decent in the yep. air.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think he scored one of the weirdest headers in a cup uh, in the league fi- uh,
1: player final. Just that. that yeah, that's weird. right. Michael, yeah, Michael Rose crossed it in, and he sort of he didn't have to generate much power because of the cross, and it just went in off the underside of the bar, didn't
3: it? I've not seen many headers like that. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, and it was a header. It bounced before it got to him as well.
3: I yeah, think. and he got it off the bar and went in as well.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: the Pilks was something special. And it's one of those that I can remember in my lifetime, like uh, you I don't know, you Brett Angels, you I don't know, Armstrong as a stuff. Um obviously born in ninety-seven. Yeah, so yes. bit of a hero, Pilks.
1: Yeah, definitely. Andy from the chill childe end. Says, uh, he was exciting to watch. <laughs> but he bloody was, yeah. In fact, can't disagree with you. Uh, Phil Lloyd says he saw Pilks play for Atherton Collieries, uh, when Alan Lord was managing them just before he joined a look quality. I think he scored a hat, did he score a hat trick against FC United? I think I remember in, in the early rounds of the FA Cup, perhaps, or maybe the league. Um, that's something that I do remember. I think I'm somebody will fact check me there, I'm sure, but I'm pretty sure that was. was something surprise me russ yeah he he was just mustard wasn't he and as well obviously it is alan lord and it's you know jim gannon brought him to jim gannon brought him to county didn't he i've got that right i know this is where we need ben you see yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah,
2: you don't don't ask me questions like this you know i'm at this (laughs) i mean
1: any quiz question about bringing the good players to County, you could probably say Jim Gannon and a bet. Nine <laughs> times out of 10, you're right. Uh, because he, he, he's been involved in a lot of what's happened on, in a good, good way for, for County for a long, long time. Um, yeah, good stuff. Um, you also said uh, the, your 5-0 was the best or the Nuneaton win. Um, I'm going to make you choose now. 5-0, Rexham, or Nuneaton win. Oh... <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's an unfair question to be fair <laughs> it, it's hard because without I don't know telling you my life story I've got life stories for each why I would pick them but go on then nah. so, obviously
1: obviously don't be here. we don't want to be here till half nine I, but...
3: I, I'm gonna no I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pick the eating one I mean I don't need to tell anyone how special it is to beat your, your biggest rivals at home 5 nil crazy stuff, but um, none-eaten. Obviously, with all the melee that unfolded a week earlier, and we weren't going to be in that point at at that stage. So that set us up um, and the game wasn't even won before the ball was kicked. We still had to win, so to speak. So obviously, emotions were up and down, but just to have the whole stadium virtually, um, just everyone having a good time. It, it just really sparked our return upwards. That was the main thing because I remember sitting in the bungalow behind the railway end one game, I think it was Bradford Park Avenue at home, and they cried to my brother because I was just like, are we ever, ever gonna get back to the football? Because I, I just felt, it was, we were in there for so long, Just I just felt like it wasn't coming. So it was an emotional day, none eating, and uh, obviously it's weird because I managed to wangle my way into the after party at Bradbury Hall. I didn't wangle. I was. I, I knew Adam Thomas at the time because uh, his parents lived like five minutes away from from us. So um, jumped in his taxi, me and uh, Hannah, the missus, nice. and uh, so it. The the day just had everything, and <laughs> it's probably one of my favourite stories, ever. County stories, to be fair.
1: So, what, what anything decent happened in the after party then? That anything no, different? no, just, just <laughs> a lot anything broadcastable?
3: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just, to be fair, it was just we were all just like singing county songs. The players, some of the like, fans, I don't know, it, I didn't know everyone there, but it was just a really good end to the day, and uh, good, yeah.
1: Sounds good. What Crazy. happens in, in Brebriol stays in Brebriol. <laughs> Not, a, it. Lot. It Not a lot.
2: Not a lot. If you could ever get in,
1: I live pretty much next door, don't I? Yeah. I've only ever been twice. Hey, good stuff. Tell us about tell us about you. Then tell us about what you do at County and and, and how you got the gig. Because you know you. I was talking to your brother about it. Um, because we we meet each other pre match and stuff and. I was saying it. I said you've probably got a job for life here, haven't you? And i I say a job. I don't know if you work, you work full time and stuff, but you know, could, could as, long long as,
3: as long as they will have me, I, I'm there till the end. Um, very fortunate. I never take it for granted. Um, d- dream job. Um, literally living the dream because obviously, the the dream would be to play for County, but just with all the money I spend going to away games uh, my past being a county fan just uh, just wearing the badge just doing what I'm doing being able to do what I can do It's just it's class absolutely love it
1: so you work in the ticket office do you
3: started off in the ticket office um, right. I don't know if you know Sarah Dibbon
1: I heard the name yeah
3: yeah um, well she still works at county um, about five years ago Um, I went in to collect one of my away tickets and just on a whim I just asked if there was any jobs going and um, she got me a job working in the ticket office never looked back obviously ever since then I've been dealing with like selling away tickets I mean I did much more in the week when I still lived in Stockport but I mean now I only work match days because obviously the commute just got too much but um yeah, selling away tickets, collections, um, home tickets, season tickets. Did a lot of work out of season when I still lived in Stockport. Set, like, getting people to join, sell uh, season tickets and stuff. And, uh, yeah, and then the mascot in started the year we won the National League title. We played Ultringham on Boxing Day, 4-1 win, and... Uh, I don't really know the reasons as to why I was asked, but Olivia, who's my manager, uh, head of sports services and yeah. ticket commercial, um, she asked if I would do it. And yeah, it wasn't turning that down. <laughs> so to be honest, whatever they've asked me to do, um, I'm confident in saying that I'll do anything. I'll, I've, I've worked turnstiles, the odd occasion, mascots, ticket. I, I just love county. I will live and breathe it. Absolutely live and breathe it.
1: No, I can hear, I can hear the passion in your voice. We had the, we had the same last week with Liam. The passion just shone through with Liam Cash, groundsman. So, um, I mean, just just a couple of things there. Wearing the badge in the official capacity, even when I was the goalkeeping coach for the ladies team, and they handed me a, a jacket and said that's yours, and it had the badge on it, I was like, what? It's like I'm, I'm representing county. Is, is that is that the way you feel as well? When you're you know you you you, 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 you representing the club, aren't you?
3: Yeah, um, massive. Um, it's matured me a lot as well because obviously I'll, I'll say it. Obviously, being so attached to county and the little boy that once was like nowhere near the players and stuff, you've kind of got to like keep it all because <laughs> like, it doesn't seem real a lot of the time and yeah obviously you've got to maintain that professionalism and stuff like that which I, i'm confident I, I do um but yeah it, it sometimes it doesn't really sink in that i'm actually doing what i'm doing and people might think well he's not a player or a coach, but it's what i get from it that's the main yeah. thing and yeah best job i've ever had or will have for sure
1: yeah No, it sounds sounds top. I definitely can hear your uh, your passion, enthusiasm coming through. Um, One thing I've got to say though, having having coached an under eights to under elevens team, I mean dealing with kids, mate. Hats off to you. I could not do that. (laughs) I have
3: to say, well, I'm a support worker. That's my actual job. For Ah, right,
1: okay, cool.
3: Well, for vulnerable adults with autism. But before I moved to the Wirral, I worked in a respite home for children like five to 18 i, I love working with kids like um if, as far as my dad's side, i didn't have the best upbringing and um, my mama did but you only get one childhood once and uh i, I just think my energy I'm, I'm a big kid at heart so it's just really easy for me to get on their level and just you know have a good time and tell them jokes and make them feel like you get a few that feel nervous and uncomfortable but it's just gone like that um uh, me and katie just we just bounce off each other uh, I, I would i hope uh, katie won't mind me saying but i feel like she's the female version of me like just the energy levels and stuff she makes it so easy um and yeah we just complement each other very well
1: nice now it nice. sounds really good sounds really good i love it I love it
3: um, it's it's funny though, Russ, because I mean, it doesn't feel like work mm. th- that sort of environment because it's it's fun. Do you know what I mean? It's not <laughs> it's very rare that you find a job like that.
1: Yeah, and i bet as well. Not 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 wanting to put words in your mouth, but i bet. The time just flies by when you're there. Yeah. But, oh, from the
3: moment I think it's like quarter to tw- uh, quarter to one, one o'clock. The they all arrive. Just goes like that. Before you know it, you're walking out the tunnel at the end. Um, after, once you've got all the mascots lined up to a player, it's just crazy.
1: Yeah, we have got a, we've got a question here. I don't know how well you can answer this. Ian Dowden says, which one of the players is the best with the young kids?
3: I, I actually have one, um, Jaden Richardson.
1: Before he left, um, good
3: yeah. I've not seen it in the time that I've done the mascotting, but they were transitioning from one area to the pitch to the other, and it happened to be where we were stood. And Jaden Richardson out of the blue just just came and, like, interacted with the kids on his own accord, but playing football with them. And, do you know, for, for them kids, um, was, well, they'll remember that forever. Um, and he, he just just the time and the effort and stuff and to be fair all the players do that um, they're great the players because um, what I like to do is well me and Katie like to do is is just before the players are coming off the pitch into the tunnel we get them lined up and they'll all give them a high five and they all interact with them and stuff like that so yeah very very lucky but it's kind of what we're about though as a club aren't we we're yeah. very community driven and yeah. like so, I don't. It's no surprise to me, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's no, it's no, um, no coincidence that when Mark Stock came in, he said that in his opening speeches, didn't he? And that comes from the top, doesn't it? That culture is set at the top, and it flows down. Um, I think to be honest, though, I think we've, I think we've kind of always been like that. We've probably just not had the resources in the past, whereas now we have. We've got. It feels like all the resources in the world, doesn't it? Um, yeah.
3: I'm sure Mark and his team never have to worry about buying a pint.
1: <laughs> oh, God, no. No, no definitely. <laughs> but what they've done is just, well... Yeah, it's just it phenomenal. phenomenal. Really. Um, Phil Lloyd says, Rob, Rob McCloy's son, who's he's a regular listener, is Rob. Uh, James was mascot on Saturday and Rob was full of praise for the way that, that James was treated. Yeah, I don't think we can ask for more. And and that's testament to you as well, Jamie. That's, you know, it's, uh, one, of, one of the mascots' fathers saying that, so... Um,
3: yeah, yeah it's it's the um, best feedback me and I'm sure Kate would agree can because in a the day they're entrusting us to you know deliver for because they're paying good money for them to experience mascot at Edgeley Park and we as a team me and Kate we have to do our best to deliver that and uh, to get that feedback just uh, goes one way. I can't appreciate it enough to be quite honest.
1: Yeah, good stuff. No, it sounds like you do a cracking job, mate. It's a long, long mate. Continue, um, and those kids that do come through, you know, let's hope they're all county fans for for their lifetimes as well, because um, that's 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 effectively what we want into. It. So, good stuff. I right. do have those
3: conversations. Do you? Yeah, it's, I I'll ask like, what team do you play for, and stuff like that. Say, yeah, well. Make sure you uh, get on counties books and stuff like that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not taking any credit for it, by the way.
1: But... <laughs> I, t- I take it. Do, do you ever come across? It? <laughs> yeah, finders Yeah. Find <laughs> us yeah. yeah find no, us do you ever? Do you ever? It's probably unlikely. and It's probably a stupid question to ask, but do ever, any of them ever say, "Oh, yeah, Port United" or "Port City"? I suppose they're all county fans, aren't they? That are going to be mascot.
3: You would um, hope so. Yeah, uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. But it is what it is. It, I think yeah, yeah. we're 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 all there. Uh, I don't know. We're all in that kind of thingy when you're in at a young age. But no, uh, most. Uh, I mean, we get a lot that are just. I don't like to say this, but more county mad than me.
2: <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> no, and
3: it, that's that's nice when you get that that's uh, yeah. but no I don't really know actually okay can't really remember
1: yeah. yeah they probably wouldn't tell you if uh if they were anyway I suppose yeah <laughs> uh good stuff right um <laughs> just one last question Ian Dowden says uh, what's the age limit is 44 too old I think it is Ian don't, don't yeah cry. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sh- shall we do getting resors before we finish up
3: let's do it, let's do it. The
1: Get in the rezzers. Get in the rezzers. Get in the So until Nick gets in touch and says we can't use his voice, we're gonna use that. <laughs> so, <'cause> it's <laughs> it's too it's too good and cringy not you know just to give up. Um I'm I'm sure I'm sure he won't he won't mind. Right, getting in rezzers. Who wants to go first?
2: Go on, guest first. Go on, Jamie. Have you got have you got one? Or you need to think? I have got one. Right, right go on. Then, got you go first, Jamie. Go on. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was build-up. I like the build-up.
3: <laughs> Mine is any throwing that ever exists on a football pitch, every player will have this ability to move with the ball about... <laughs> Five, 10 yards and then start their run up right as if we're all oblivious to what's going on I don't like it when a county player does it and I don't like it when an opposition player does it it's cheating and it annoys the hell out of me Just it's just a personal bugbear winds me up
1: no it's, it's yeah it does it winds me up a bit um, as well but yeah, I have noticed um, our friend Sam Byrne Get it, Our friend Sam Byrne gets wound up by people getting wound up by it. Have you noticed that?
2: Yeah, but I think he's, he was more... It was the um, the corner one, isn't it? Where it's got to be in the little D in the corner. But it only has to be, again, a part of the ball touching the line. So oh, I, thought the, the I thought it was basically
1: to do with throw-ins. Was I it think, no, I
2: think it was, it was more to do with that. But I think it was that went on to talking about the throw-ins as well. But as you said, yeah, it's... it's it can get in it can get in the resers along with them not taking the free kicks in the right place like Swindon Swindon keeper did it he must have took about twenty five yards on two or three of these, <laughs> two or three you know what I mean it was like the, the 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 referee blew it when he was inside his six yard box and he was taking the free kick outside of the outside of his box. Yeah you know, it, it was things like that. But as you say it's every single team does it but it doesn't make it any less annoying.
3: No, I completely agree with that, Rocky. But I feel like it's just become part of the game, and we all accept yeah, it. it. It's just
1: standard, isn't it? Yeah.
3: So I suppose I've just got to get on with it, really. But <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it can go in reserves, but we've just you've just got to see. <laughs> 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 uh, Darren Bowden, our our secret ref says, uh, refs don't bother to sort it though. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Um, some some of them some of them point and go get they, back. They do but... occasionally.
2: They do occasionally, and they'll put them back. 15 yards, and then turn around and walk away, and then they'll take them 15 yards back and take the throw in from where they were anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the the most it ever gets done about it is, for example,
3: Gillingham, right? There's quite a lot of us behind, well, at the side. If you've got everyone running downstairs and going, ref, (laughs) ref, it it makes it more thingy, but otherwise, I don't know, they just seem to... Do, do it when they oh, were well. you know, getting rezzes anyway. Get in yeah, getting rezzes.
1: The, the other ones, the, just the other one, which is a bit of a, a nuance to that, is have you noticed that if they have to take a throw attacking in the corner and it's right in the corner, they, they steal yards the other way, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so they've got a yeah. better angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, that can get in rezzes. Yeah. I don't, in fact, since we started getting rezzes, I think there's only ever been one thing that we've not thrown in the rezzes, but I can't remember what it was. So. My memory can get mean. in the reses. Uh Waggy, what about you? Um,
2: this, this shite that they come out with now is like they're going on about going about Klopp's Liverpool and he's Liverpool 2.0. Why is it Liverpool 2.0? It's just a natural progression. Some players have left, some players have come in. It's just his new team. It's not 2.0 because it was 2.0. They'd be much better than the previous version. They'd have won everything. And that would be that, done, done and dusted. Did Alex Ferguson have version 7.3? Because <laughs> he rebuilt that team so many times. No, he just rebuilt the team. That's the nature of football. Fucking Klopp's 2.0 or anybody's 2.0, that can get in the reses when it's a football team.
1: Who who mentioned it was 2.0? Was that Klopp himself, Clipperty himself? Or... If,
2: no, it's been mentioned in the media. Clops, Klopp, this is Klopp's 2.0 that going for the going for the quadruple because it's his last
1: season. Right. Anybody's if it's his version 2.0, it's bullshit. That's it's just do you know what that's that stink that just thinks of um trying to apply corporate bullshit bingo to football? Yeah, it? it doesn't work because as you say,
2: look at like say Ferguson, Wenger, that they have versions 2.0, 3.0, two point oh, three point zero, four point zero five, etc. No. no, they just rebuilt the team, yeah. So that can it can get in the fucking resors.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tip that explicit button again now, aren't I waggy? Jesus Christ, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I upload it. Um this isn't my getting the resors, but it's kind of related to yours. Uh, I did notice that um Camille is that his name? Have I got that right? The keeper. Kelleher. Kameen Kelleher. His um they called Klopp doesn't call him his reserve keeper, he calls him his his one keeper.
2: Oh, that can get in the reses.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Just save that for yeah. next week, really. Shouldn't I? It's <laughs> whatever, bee- whatever that means, it can get in the <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> you
1: don't even understand it. You're just getting the reses. Yeah. I don't, it, yeah. It's, it's trying to be too nice. It's like saying, well, oh, I, I don't think you are better than Alison, but you are, you, uh, you No, know, I don't think Alison's better than you, but he is. Because he's your one B yeah. and
2: Alison is one A. Is that not more of a like a, a put down that you know you're one B? You're not my reserve keeper, you're one B. One B. Yeah,
1: you're just a number. Yeah. It's more
2: yeah. than I've ever been. You're just a letter. Yeah, yeah. You're not know as good as yeah. you know Alison, <laughs> you know and you only ever play when he's injured. Or oh, we're playing in <laughs> yeah. we're playing in the Mickey Mouse Cup. Oh no, sorry, we've just won that. Um
1: what else could you what else can we do? <laughs> Um gotta say your your rants, Waggy's rants are getting getting a lot of love in the comments, so maybe that's maybe that's a new feature. Passion, <laughs> but you
2: can't be, it you is can't is be the M62
1: every week. <laughs> um although Jamie might may, may agree with you there that the M62 can get in the reses as well. Yeah,
2: I'll,
3: so
1: I'll, you know, no, it's
3: be the fifty six with the 56 Oh yeah, sorry, fifty six and fifty three for you, innit? I have to say the M fifty six and M53 are as good as
2: motorways get. <laughs> Yeah. Apart from
1: around the airport and trying to get
2: on the m60 but yeah we'll leave that for another episode
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, right yeah don't uh let's not let's not um let's not get onto yeah, me my, my missus is listening yeah i can <laughs> see that i can see <laughs> i already told her that that was going in the resors. <laughs> um right my getting reses and i promised i would say, i would i would mention this uh, for someone on the county heaven board because i oh, well, i can't remember it was yellow board someone mentioned it and said listen to our getting the reses last week and this can get in the reses this week off center dugouts where the dugouts are not aligned properly to the center to the, to the halfway line and they're off center that my my ocd just it cannot cope with that because it's just like well did you not put in the there? reses last week no, no, off-centre off camera angles last week. Oh, right. I, I was, was thinking think that, what yeah. What did you say? What was different? Off-centre dugouts.
2: Off, oh, right. Okay. Off-centre dugouts, right. Yeah.
1: Am I right in saying Cheadle Town had that? Cheadle Town. Um, no,
2: they were central.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Isn't counties off-centre? Counties are off-centre, are they? Slightly.
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, mean you know. your point, it, it can get in the resus. That,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah, I empathize with you with that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just because if, if, and it's probably going to be to the advantage of the home team, I would say, in it? Because the dugout that is the home would probably be in line with the centre half, uh, the, center, the half line, halfway line, sorry. Um, and then the away team is going to be off somewhere, like down the pitch somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So just yeah, just get it, just get it aligned properly so it, it looks. It's wow. lost. Yeah. Off centre camera angles can get in. Yeah, it so gives he's, me he's, he's he's
2: Next it's next week's going to be off centre stands like Carlisle's.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, Dan Culverwell says off centre stands. Cheers, Dan. Yeah, Carlisle's does it. Just it's just. There's a story behind it though, is No, there, there is a story behind yeah. it, but
2: yeah, it's very strange being in that, yeah, that corner of the ground.
1: Well, it's just very strange being in that corner behind the goal, behind but you're, the at the side. Side. <laughs> you're at the side. <laughs> the side behind the goal. Yeah. Weird. Weird, weird, weird. Cool. Right. That's getting resers. Cheers, boys. That was uh three good uh well, two good getting the resist then it was mine. Um but... <laughs> <laughs> so, just to tell you about some upcoming pods we've got coming, uh, we've got the Courtyard Club Call obviously, that's every Monday. Patrons get that in your inbox or in Patreon, uh, Monday afternoon, uh, latest Monday early evening. Uh, sometimes work gets in the way, unfortunately, so we have to record it a bit later. But we have got the Mentel week, episode
2: Thursday. Say that again. I said in the next few weeks, it might be like Tuesday or Wednesday.
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um. <laughs> got the mental episodes, uh, the Matt Baxter ones coming out uh, in the next couple of days, did record that on Thursday, I had technical issues as, as as I always do but yeah we got over those, cheers to Matt for that and we have got the others planned in as well and then I'm recording with Steve Massey part 2 with Richard Singleton as well so those that have heard Steve Massey part 1, part 2 is coming very soon and this probably will be centred around Steve Massey and his playing days with George Best because that was a thing that happened Um, so very interesting there And, yeah, we're on Patreon. Get us on Etsy. Please join us on Patreon. Subscribe if you haven't already. And all those good things. So, yeah, cheers, boys. Really appreciate you coming on. Rush, just before we go. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. I always forget something. (laughs) Yes. Yeah,
3: just an appeal. Oh, yeah, yeah, just... Yeah, you do it.
1: You do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to flash flash up the flag? So there was a flag left in the Gillingham end... Uh, the away end at Gillingham when we played last Tuesday um and Jamie's picked it up and wants to reunite it with its owner so i know if you're listening to the audio podcast you probably can't see this clearly because it's an audio podcast but Jamie's showing the flag now so if we can get that to its rightful owner uh, i think Jamie said do you think it's somebody from down south is that right
3: yeah um well i was asking at the end of the game and uh Word has it that it was a couple of young hatters from the London area, I believe. But um, yeah, I don't have Facebook, so I was unable to uh, put a post out there.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll get some. But on. it's safe
3: until it returns to their owner.
1: Yeah, brilliant So let's hope we can get that to uh, to its rightful owner. That'd be that'd be a good thing to do. Um, cheers, mate. Yeah, and please do like the uh, video as well. And that'd be that'd be useful. Try and get those likes up. Right. Um, Colchester away on Saturday let's hope for three points yep. see you later see you later this
0: episode Cheers. of the Scarf the
1: Gala was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee the music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson subscribe wherever you get your content as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club, check out the links in the description or go to allthews